Let me start a little something different here, but I want you to at least stop and listen if you're uh, ordinarily tuning into my show. It's a little different, but I, I guess I can say I practice what I preach, so you might be interested in this. As the earth growing population puts more pressure on our entire global food production, insects are increasingly seen as a truly viable food source. Experts say they're rich in protein, yet can be raised much, much more sustainably than any piece of beef or pork or even chicken that you've ever eaten. And yes, everywhere I've gone from Ecuador and I ate chocolate ants and I've bought, oh gosh, salted crickets, spicy crickets, uh, mealworm larvae, I try it. Uh, If you don't try it, how can you say I do or don't think it's viable or uh, good? And in most cases, not only was it good, it was a kind of an interesting change of food. For those of us that live in here in what I call the modern world, we don't realize that around the world, about 2 billion people in at least 130 countries eat insects on a regular basis. This is just not to make it a novelty. The global edible insect market is really starting to boom. It's poised to boom at any moment. The investment bank Barclays, and they're no slouch either in investment folks, they don't play around. Citing data from meticulous research that forecasts that insect consumption will grow from less than a billion last year, actually, so this is a little bit old information, to over $8 billion by the year 2025 or 2030. Right now it looks like 2025. Most of my, uh, I want to use insect consumption, was not here in the States, unfortunately. But despite all the European startups working to make insects appetizing, I'd say don't expect them to start appearing at the mainstream restaurants or at the dinner tables here in the United States just yet. One big reason is, and boy do I get it every time I even talk about it or show up at somebody's house with a few, I call it the yuck factor. And unfortunately, as hard as I try, oh, maybe for over a decade, more than that, I think. I think I was eating bugs in Ecuador 20 years ago. Getting over the yuck factor here in the, I would call it the West, I guess we'll call ourselves, is not going to be easy. I just found it very difficult to turn people's minds around. But insects, folks, they're absolutely safe to eat. Uh, Maybe even more nutritious, and they are more nutritious, than some of the meats that you and I eat on a regular basis. With the only risk coming from allergies, because insects, this is where you do have to think about it, are closely related to crustaceans like shrimp. And some people do have a mild or sometimes a severe allergy to crustaceans such as shrimp. So sort of instead, my new approach is humans may end up eating more insects indirectly because the market that shows the most promise is for feeding animals, believe it or not, which then you end up eating. The European Union approved recently insect protein as a feed for fish farming back in 2017. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration recently approved it for chicken feed, and that was just two years ago. So now, even if you're eating chicken, believe it or not, you're eating insects. While EU approval for pigs and poultry uh, is probably going to be enacted by the time you hear this. It's going to be voted on in the next few weeks. Since I always think of us here in the United States and, and this part of the country as very progressive, actually, regulatory change has also made things a heck of a lot easier very much earlier in Europe than here. 
because they're looking to market insects directly to consumers. The EU didn't previously govern edible insects because they weren't really considered food for a long time. But a few years ago, in 2018, the EU launched a directive that covers insects but requires approvals for individual species, paving the way for a whole new wave of authorizations. With the new rules certainly coming in place pretty quick, the estimation just the EU, the European Union alone, is for over 500 metric tons of insects to be eaten before the year 2030. Now, to give you an idea how much insect protein we'll be eating, in that same area, Brussels and over in the EU, it's uh, still dwarfed by the 22.8 million metric tons of pork or over 14 million tons of chicken that the, uh, the European Union themselves produces annually. And I haven't, wasn't able to get a really current number on us, but I know that here in the United States, currently we eat more pounds of chicken per year than pork or beef. Here's a sales pitch. Insects require about one-tenth of the land area for the same amount of protein as we can buy or produce from pork, beef or chicken, and for a fraction of the cost that it takes to raise any of those animals to be mature enough for us to eat, and with much, much less water. They, they basically, if you're in an indoor-outdoor situation, the water comes from dew in the morning. Uh, but we're spending... Well, tens of thousands of dollars just watering our cows, our pigs, and our chickens. In Europe, as strangely as it sounds, the very first approval came for a thing, and I'm going to give it to you once. I always don't like to do these long words. Tenebrio molitor larva. Other words, folks, the dried yellow mealworms we feed our birds if they're dehydrated and that we find everywhere. After an application from a French insect farm, Ask for the regulation. The EU Commission's food safety regulators said in a scientific opinion that wheelworms are at least as safe, if not safer, to eat, though they warned again of possible reactions to folks, people allergic to certain crustaceans, may, may have a reaction. Then, just this past month, regulators issued another positive opinion for grasshoppers based on an application from a company called Protix. Uh, they're over in the Netherlands and they're a full-time insect farming industry. To quote Protix, our vision is that insects will go from a niche to a normal food and he predicted that will happen in less than a decade. Now, interestingly enough, their main protein source is something that I've raised for years and actually was somewhat involved in making it available to other people, and it's called soldier fly larva. Folks, they're a dark-colored maggot. hate to say that to you, but they are an extremely high source of protein, extremely easy to raise. I can start you a colony at your house for an investment of about $10 if you want to use it to either feed your chickens or feed yourself. In the third world, and I'll use that, and maybe I don't mean, I guess apologies to Vietnam, they actually take uh, 
refuse that the ordinary you and I might throw away, and they have special containers on top of their chicken houses, and then they make those containers so that the soldier fly larvae show up, or the soldier flies, lay their eggs, and then as the eggs hatch and turn into larvae, the larvae fall through the chicken wire, and they feed the chickens that you and I eat without ever even having to buy any commercial and usually chemically laden chicken food. For those that actually don't feed it directly to the chickens, there is a high-tech sort of facility in the Netherlands that turns the larvae into a high-protein meal and oil that they use to feed tilapia and other fish and is in probably, if you're buying pet food from over in Europe, you've probably got soldier fly larva protein in it right now. I don't think these are available here in the States yet, but this same company actually offers as snack food and it's selling pretty well. Snacks based on ingredients like cinnamon flavored mealworms, uh, cricket protein, uh, bug falafel mix to make bread with. And they've got approvals coming now to approve frozen, dried, or powdered grasshoppers to use in your baking products. Not to mention your breakfast cereals, pasta, baked goods, sauces, and they've just marketed a really good tasting imitation meat, or so they say. Now here's sort of a kicker for you that I found rather fascinating. Of all the investors, and I'm not a real Hollywood kind of guy, one of the largest investors is Robert Downey Jr. He is part of what's called a footprint coalition and was among one of the funders of a thing called Y-Insects, Y-N-S-E-C-T-X, latest round of funding, uh, currently worth over $225 million. His money will fund a vertical farm just north of Paris, France, that says it'll be one of the biggest, if not the biggest, insect raising consortium on Earth, capable of putting out about 100,000 tons a year of commercial insect and mealworm products. And Downey himself, or Downey Jr., I guess I should call him, is now also prepared to actually fund an expansion into North America where it plans to build another farm in the United States and apply for FDA approval of its food products this year. Robert Downey Jr. himself has been promoting the benefits of mealworm powder, I even saw him, I remember, I went and looked for it when I found this out, supply a tub of it to talk show host Stephen Colbert not very far back. I could put this in a smoothie or something, Colbert said. You'll be making all kinds of stuff out of it. You're going to love it, Downey replied. Just so you know, I have no vested interest in this, but I have been interested in it oh, for probably 20 or 30 years of my life. Way, way back when I was still in college and ended up spending several, well, a lot of time in a place called Galapagos, Ecuador. It was one of the snacks that the kids bought at the only store on the island, basically. So I got used to it, and then when I came back, I was kind of surprised. I thought, because I'd been there a while, that it had kind of just grown into being a worldwide sort of unique product. Finding out, though, no, years later, it's still not something that you can buy here in the States unless you go looking for it. You can get on the Internet. They have some on Amazon. There's a few of the quote-unquote, I call them health food stores, but let's just call them healthy living stores, which is something I frequent probably more than 
I should. And they do indeed usually have some powdered products and or some dried or baked or some kind of a healthy kind of, I want to use the word insect snack of some kind. And I've got to admit, I haven't had any that I would personally feel were bad, obnoxious. You've, we've got to get over one thing, folks, here in the western part of the world. We've got to get over the yuck factor and realize that if something's good for you and it's been proven good for you and pure and doesn't have chemistries in it, learn to accept it. Learn to work with it. If you realize what was in the chicken you eat, if it's commercially bought, which you buy, the pork you eat, which is a total wreck, and to a good degree, even the beef, unless you get grass-fed, grass-finished, believe me, if you had a handful of insects and a handful of that kind of stuff, you'd be better off eating the bugs. Thanks for listening to Organic Matters.